A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> Anonymity can be a useful tool for many. Superheroes, whistleblowers, Twilight fans. And yet, for actors, keeping your identity a secret would seem to be self-defeating. So who exactly would prefer to remain unknown, and why? Star power can lend a real weight to a production but it can also be a major source of plot spoilers. However, remaining incognito can also be indicative of a lack of confidence in the project. James Earl Jones took no credit for the first Star Wars film, but by the time Empire hit the screens, his name was very much attached. With a list containing some of Hollywood's most well-known actors, extreme profanity, and some good sports who were willing to forego their vanity for the love of suspense, I'm Gareth from WhatCulture.com, and here are six actors who who didn't want to be credited for movie roles. Number 6. Gene Hackman in Young Frankenstein It seems that every Mel Brooks comedy now has the word classic associated with it. And while some of his films might not have hit all the comedic heights of the majority of his work, Young Frankenstein is the undisputed heavyweight spoof masterpiece. Gene Wilder had such a natural gift for the comic sensibilities of Brooks' scripts that a friend of his and fellow Gene wanted in on the laughs. In 1974, Gene Hackman was making a name for himself as a tough, no-nonsense, driven character performer in films like Freakin's The French Connection and Coppola's The Conversation. He was also playing tennis with Wilder on a regular basis, when Hackman expressed a desire to turn his talent to comedy. Enter Young Frankenstein a perfect parody of the Universal Monster movies of the 1930s, and a film that saw Brooks and Wilder at the height of their partnership, along with other gems like Blazing Saddles. Hackman declined to take a credit for his role as a favor to Wilder, playing the old blind man from the original story. In a four-minute sequence of sublime slapstick and deadpan performances, boiling hot soup on the crotch, a finger set on fire, more yummy noise gags, and an almost Shakespearean approach to the tone of the scene make Hackman's performance more than just a cameo. This is full-blown comedic genius, I tell you. Hackman's last line, I was gonna make espresso, was completely ad-libbed. And when the screen fades to black, that's due to the fact that the crew couldn't stop laughing. And it's not hard to see why. 
Number 5. Glenn Close in Hook While this entry is something more of a cameo than a full-on speaking part, Glenn Close does have lines in between the sobbing and screaming, and shares a scene with the main villain, Hook himself. And that deserves a list entry, even if the film potentially deserved a Razzie. Watching Hook is rather like watching Quint slide into the shark's mouth, the inevitable decline of Spielberg's dangerous and more daring tendencies into the more schmaltzy arena of his modern creative output. Lest we forget, it was only three years previously that Indiana Jones killed three Nazis with the same bullet in The Last Crusade. That being said, Hook is still bags of fun and loaded with great performances and cameos, including Phil Collins, George Lucas, and Carrie Fisher. In 1991, Glenn Close was a five-time Academy Award nominee and winner of several Emmy Awards, plus a string of other accolades for her service to the acting industry. Now she would take on the role of a lifetime, that of Gutless the Pirate. Facing the terrifying threat of ending up inside the boo box was enough to rattle the bones of the most fearsome of pirates, and Close didn't disappoint. Disguised with a seamless fake beard, the unrecognizable Close quivers in fright as Hoffman's hook has her locked inside a wooden trunk. Okay, sarcasm aside, it's a fine moment in another David Bowie was almost in this film film, with Close on fine bearded form. Number 4. Bill Murray in Tootsie In Tootsie, Dustin Hoffman plays Michael Dorsey, an out-of-work actor with a bad reputation for being difficult, who decides to take a risk and reinvent himself as Dorothy Michaels, a flamboyant Southern Belle TV celebrity. When he is cast in a successful daytime TV soap opera, the relationship he has formed with Jessica Lange under false pretenses is thrown into jeopardy. While this is unquestionably a Hoffman-Lange film, the appearance of Bill Murray as Jeff Hoffman's playwright Rumi threatens to steal the show. In a film that was already about deception and show-stealing, Murray decided to throw the spotlight where it belonged and politely refused an opening credit for his work in the movie. When asked why, Murray simply said he thought of it as a fun, practical joke and that Hoffman had pleaded with him to be a part of the production. Bear in mind that Murray was not yet the star he was to become in the 80s and beyond. His major roles at that point were Saturday Night Live, Meatballs, and Caddyshack. So perhaps Murray knew something that 80s audiences didn't, that he would become one of the most recognized faces in Hollywood only a few years later with Ghostbusters. It was also noted that Murray improvised most of his lines, and in a film that had at least seven different writers, that's a real skill. Number three, Matt Damon in Interstellar. If Christopher Nolan agreed to cast you in a film, what would you be willing to give up to make it happen? Pay cut, no chairs on set, or perhaps having your name removed from any associated publicity before the film's release? Everyone's favorite every man decided to do just that. With Nolan's usual approach of absolute secrecy, it's hardly surprising that even someone as well-known, well-loved, and probably well-expensive as Matt Damon would take one for the collective Nolan team. Interstellar is a staggering piece of movie-making, an epic sci-fi story that holds the fate of mankind in one hand and the love between a father and his daughter in the other. Despite some complaints about the ending, the lack of clarity on exactly how the science takes a literal backseat to the emotional payoff of the story, and some rare issues with Nolan's usually impeccable pacing, 
It's powerful stuff. Damon plays Dr. Mann, a scientist and explorer stranded on one of several planets nominated as possible off-world colonies for the dying human race. When faced with the very real possibility of being permanently marooned, he lures the unwitting Coop and crew into staging a rescue-slash-colonization mission, with disastrous consequences. Nolan and Damon realize that if no one knew Damon was in the film, when he showed up, most people would be relieved, thinking, Okay, Matt Damon's here, everything's gonna be fine. In an unexpected twist, Damon plays totally against type and attempts to kill Coop, steal the ship, and potentially doom all mankind. Number two, Mercedes McCambridge in The Exorcist. No one could have predicted the success of The Exorcist. Based on a novel written by a comedic scribe, directed by a man known for downbeat crime dramas and documentaries, starring an as yet unknown 12 year old girl, and a Swedish actor famous for English. Ingmar Bergman art house movies. The aftermath is the stuff of cinema legend. So how did a very respected Hollywood actress who starred alongside Liz Taylor and Rock Hudson end up screaming obscenities in a film that would be banned for decades? Mercedes McCambridge had a successful career as a Hollywood star throughout the 1940s and 1950s, before director William Friedkin cast her as the demon's voice in The Exorcist. He stated in The Fear of God, The Making of The Exorcist, that McCambridge had the vocal qualities he was looking for, androgynous and weighty. Friedkin then had her tied to a chair and fed copious amounts of whiskey, cigarettes, and raw eggs to produce the multi-layered vocal resonance of Pazuzu the demon. As for the lack of credit, McCambridge initially declined the offer of a regular billing, believing that the movie, while paying her a salary, would not amount to much, and what anonymity she had would add a greater impact to the performance of Linda Blair. When the film became nothing short of a phenomenon after its release, McCambridge went on to sue Warner Brothers and eventually had her name attached to all subsequent re-releases of the film. The power of cash compels you! Number 1. Edward Norton in Kingdom of Heaven Edward Norton had enjoyed a full and varied career. He worked as a waiter in New York along with every other actor in the city, played guitar in Hole alongside Courtney Love twice, before becoming a well-respected and versatile actor. Ridley Scott had already enjoyed considerable success as a director from the mid-1970s onwards, and managed the seemingly impossible feat of returning sweeping historical epic films back to popular cinema with Gladiator in 2000. With a considerable box office haul of that film, DreamWorks pictures were clearly key for another race on the chariots, and Scott was hired for the enormous medieval action flick that would become Kingdom of Heaven. Set at the time of the 12th century crusades, Kingdom of Heaven sees Balian D. Ibalian confronting legendary Muslim commander Saladin. Norton played King Baldwin IV a monarch ravaged by leprosy and whose face is permanently covered by an eerie, ornate silver mask. In keeping with the character, Norton decided to remain uncredited for the role. In an interview with Empire, he stated, I didn't want to be billed because Orlando Bloom's character keeps hearing about him. There's this anticipation, this big mystery about him. It's the whole point. And it was a free trip to Morocco. He makes a damn good point. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.